How's it going? Oh, it's been a day. <laughs> it's you shaved one... your head. Yeah, you look like cab. You look like a taxi driver. Yeah. Is that was that the was that the goal? No, I've been kind of like this for a while. I went into the office today, so I got cleaned up a little bit. When was the last time you been in the office? To actually work? Uh, <laughs> sure. Well, let's just say they've moved us to the second building, and that's the first time I've been in the second building, and I think they moved us at the beginning of the year. So Nice. Yeah, I keep telling myself. I, my goal is to try to go in on Wednesdays because that's when we have our team meetings, but it's kind of hit or miss because you never know. We don't know if we're having a meeting that day until like that morning, so I'm like, do I go through all the effort of going, like, getting ready to go yeah. <laughs> out into the world? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I try to, but it's it, not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not, because the meeting lasts, like, five minutes. I'm like, ah, do all that effort to go in there. We had some training to do that I actually led, so I had to go in for that. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. You've been there long enough now? I keep forgetting how long you've been with them now. Um, I've been... In this office for four years, uh, three of them, three and a half as an employee. The okay. first, the first six months was a contractor. Yeah, see, so you've been there. Yeah, I just hit last month was year number three for me at this company. So knock on wood, last forever. And yeah, did not have to ever do that again. But we'll see, we'll see. But you've been there long enough now. Your head, your lead trainings. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. They're gonna give you more, more responsibility. Well, promote you. I'm. I do my normal work and then I work with a, a different team. Uh, okay. We've got a new system being built. Okay. And so I'm working on the support team. So when issues come in from the field, the developer fixes them and then I go on and test them. And okay. actually that's why I'm on late is because there was one that was dealing with uh, specific uh, UTC codes. So like if you set your time zone for like, six hours after whatever zero is mm-hmm. it, it was throwing an error and they couldn't do what they needed to do so i had to wait till seven o'clock to get on here and <laughs> test this yeah. and then i get in i couldn't even test it because part of the system to get to what i need to test was down <laughs> so you get to go couldn't do anything <laughs> yeah. tried couldn't do it i, I spent trying. 40 minutes trying to make this work and it didn't so yeah. i'm probably tomorrow night friday night seven o'clock i'll probably have to come back yeah. down here and Try again. That's not too As long as you can just go down and try it real quick, that's not a big deal. Yeah. So. I don't even have to come down. I can grab my tablet and just bring it upstairs. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Anything else going on besides work stuff? No. I was able to get rid of a couple pieces of equipment because for my work, I had, when I left the house this morning, I had four tablets, five payment <laughs> devices, three printers. A docking station, a handheld, sca- oh two handheld scanners. Yeah, and I was able to get and rid of. Like, in half, in what, like three quarters of it, you didn't need. Uh, actually, no. I use yeah. two tablets, the handheld scanner, two of my printers. Oh my gosh! I know. Plus my laptop. So it's like <laughs> I have this giant backpack that probably weighs yeah. twenty pounds that I take into the office. No, nothing but equipment in it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a, it's like a nightmare to go in the office. Oh, time to hold all that stuff in. It's just having your stuff already set up at home. Well, and it, this morning it was like, well, I got to take this in because I'm giving it back. I don't need this tablet because I'm not testing anything with this. So I spent more time going through what I need to take with me than packing up my actual stuff. Yeah. 
unbelievable. Unbelievable. So Yeah, but if that's the but, uh, if that's the hardest part of my day, that's fine. Yeah, that's true. So let's see what what do I have to share with you? Because let's see, last time we talked about Halloween and all that stuff. So we're kind of removed from that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, the big, oh, geez, yeah, duh, <laughs> duh. The biggest thing, uh, my mother is in the ICU. Or no, she got moved out of the ICU. She went to the hospital on Sunday, I think. Uh, she fell. Oh. She fell. She's at the age where she's falling. Yeah. <laughs> we've, reached, we've, we've officially reached the age where she is a falling person now. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she's a... Uh, and then she well, and the reason we think she fell is because she has pneumonia, and mm. we think she hyperventilated to the point where she couldn't breathe because there's so much liquid in her lungs. Yeah, that, uh, she passed out. That's what we think happened. She says she fell. She fell over trying to get dressed in the bed. She got out of the shower or something like that. There's a shower using the restroom. I can't. Remember. Are we sure so, she wasn't hung over from the day before? No. Oh, she didn't <laughs> do any of that stuff. Yeah. No. Oh. As far as uh, yeah, as far because that's what's so great. Yeah, my niece is a twenty-first birthday thing. So that was fun. That was fun going out there and doing that. And I got to. So I'm I am the worst friend sometimes because I met your, I met your niece for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> she's eight months old. <laughs> it's hard to get out there. It, it just, is it's hard. It's so difficult. It's not like it's forever. And that's why I said it's 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 far enough away where there's distance if you wanted to be away from his family, but it's close enough where you can't use it as a huge excuse to never see him at all. Kind of yeah. Thing. Or close enough so, that he can drop his kids off at my house next Saturday morning. Oh, is that what's happening? Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, we wanted to give them kind of a weekend of nothing, so we offered to take their well, kids. Well, yeah, I I made fun of him because I didn't. I told his wife, I bet you he didn't plan on marrying the oldest man ever <laughs> with his freaking hip and his yeah his hip and his blood pressure and his apnea and all the crap he's got going on. He got like all of it from the family. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. Just falling apart, man. So everybody's falling apart these days. So, yeah. yeah, that's what's going on. But she got moved out of the ICU, I think, this morning or something like that. So oh, that's good. But yeah, my sisters are taking care of all that. To be honest, I went and saw her last night. But I'm just like, I go to the room and she's on her tablet playing solitaire the whole time. I'm like, okay, good visit. Well, bye. Yeah. <laughs> good talk, Russ. Good talk. Good talk, Russ. Good talk. So yeah, that's what's going on with that. All that's going on, and there's drama because of my sisters driving me crazy, and I just can't deal with them. And then uh, about this, and then uh, other than that, you know, normal kid stuff. Yeah, normal kid stuff. I got the, one of them turned thirteen the day after that party you, you know about. So I yeah. got I officially have a female teenager, and I already want to blow my brains out. <laughs> yeah, <worst>. just <laughs> you wait. I can't do it, man. I don't have the pay. I'm a, I'm a problem solver. There's a problem. I solve it. It's simple, right? Nope. Oh, no. Not anymore. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. She <laughs> she got after me about something. She's crying and crying and crying. And then uh, she's like, I appreciate you doing what you do, and I need you to do that, but I just need you to be nicer the way you do it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I can't. Yeah. Uh, one night, it was just all the girls in the house were driving me nuts. All of them were, and I just told myself, "All right, we're leaving. We're gone. Me and you, we're out. <laughs> we're going to." Because her dad moved into a different house, so the house he hasn't sold, or we haven't moved into yet. We're gonna. I was gonna go. I was like, "We're going, bro. Let's go." <laughs> we're out. Cheryl, uh, uh, you're a way place. I, I, dude, I'm telling you, I'm so ready to have that. <laughs> just when I need to get away. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh yeah that so yeah we had a lot of birthday stuff going on lots of birthday stuffs yeah uh lots of celebrating then some drama stuff with the mom stuff and then uh <laughs> and my dad has pneumonia now too he no. has <laughs> he got it from my mom <laughs> I, I told her it's that's why I wasn't so keen on going to the hospital. I was like, she's gotten them. That's super contagious to my knowledge. Is what I keep telling people. Yeah. And lo and behold, my dad got it. So I was like, I, I went last night for about an hour, like I said, but I kept away from her. I wore, I wore something, I wore a mask. So I wouldn't get anything. I was like, keep your water droplets away from me. You hacker. <laughs> Cause dude, the cough's like the worst thing I've heard. In my yes, life. it is. Like, you sound like death. Oh my God. So yeah, all that good stuff going on. Plus she's, Got some dementia stuff going on too. We don't mm. know if it's because of everything she's dealing with health wise or if there's just old age dementia going in. Just yeah. a different problem. Mm. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is well. This that's about the right age. Her folks made it to about eighty years old, so she's right there. So yeah. that's when all they that's when they will started going downhill. So mm. Yeah, that's rough we'll to see. deal with. I know, dude. It's it's awful. Well you, well, you don't have to deal with it. Your your, your wife's folks are really with it. They're super with it. Yeah, they right? Yeah. Yeah, see, so you don't have to deal with it that much. And then your mom, she's super, super with it. Yeah. So, but, but, oh, wait, didn't she? She's having surgery or something like that, you said, right? Yeah, she's getting knee replaced again. Knee replaced. But a knee replaced. I'll take that any day of the week, having to deal with dementia. And her yeah. Just, her health just generally declining like crazy. Yeah, and I mean, we're talking, we're talking walker. She's going to be on a walker. She's going to need one of those commodes to go to the bathroom right, out, right off her bed. So yeah. Like no, no, my mom's pretty active, too. So yeah. we don't even expect that she's going to be on a commission very long with this. Yep. See, so... Yeah, that's the big difference when you have folks that are sedimentary like mine are versus the one like my father-in-law. He's two years older than they are, and he's you would never know how old he is. Yeah, <laughs> you would never know he's that old. He's got that old man strength. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait for that. Get that old man strength. Yeah, no, that's just family drama, dude. Yeah, like always. But that's why I like doing this, so we can distract ourselves with stuff that really doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> in the long run, <laughs> the big scheme of things. Yeah, and I'm glad we could do this tonight because I didn't think I'd be able to do it tomorrow. We're uh, picking up a new car. Whoa! See, you do have a story. I, What's I going kind on of, there? Well, Kaylee turns 16 next week, yeah. and we weren't going to buy a car. We were just kind of wait it out, see what happens. Sure. But we found a 2020, oh, God, Mitsubishi. Uh, I'm drawing a blank Mitsubishi on it now. Something. Yeah. It was uh like sixty eight thousand miles on it, so it's it's got it's got some wear and tear, but it's a newer car, and it was under ten thousand dollars. Oh well, there you go. So, uh, Mitsubishi Mirage. Yeah. Okay. It's that's it's, it's not saying. a pretty car, but no, no, I know I'm familiar with them. Yeah. So so yeah, so we're gonna pick that up tomorrow. Our insurance more than doubled. <laughs> or it will well, next you week because you said it was a 2020 that's yeah. why I'm, you know dude i told you you need to go find you a 1995 kid come on now <laughs> we we were looking for a jeep for us and to give her the yeah. fusion yeah but this just kind of fell into place and worked out pretty well it was a rental the inside has little to be desired but we're like floor mats get it detailed it should look all hey. right does it get her where she needs? That's all until, until she wrecks it. Then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all you got to worry about. Yep. Because hey, at least at least it runs. I'm still waiting for my car back from the dealer, which I called today. And, oh, do you think he called me back? No, of course not. Why would they call me back? Today? No, you'll just have to show up there. 
again, again. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Once it's man, I tell you what, if it actually, if this thing actually pans out and all this, all this suffering <laughs> pans out, it will be well worth it. But yeah, I have a feeling it's never going to happen, and it's, this thing is just a lost cause. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. If not, I said, huh, we'll get you a bus pass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, have your, you have your license. You're good to drive. We just don't have a car for you yet. <laughs> that, that's the biggest hurdle to get over. Is just getting the damn car for you to drive around. Yep. So is that is that her is that her is that her 16 year old birthday gift right there? Getting her no, car? no, we're gonna do gifts, and we're, she's gonna have a monthly payment to us. Oh, okay. There you go. Because I mean, she's well, already working. She'll she'll probably yeah. start working more. Because of the work permit thing, she can only work till seven o'clock. Yeah, but now that goes away once you turn sixteen. Yep. So I mean, if she, even if she doesn't get, pick up extra shifts, she's just going to be able to work longer and probably get twice as much as she was. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. That. That. Yeah. That. That seven o'clock cut off. Like that's not very long. But then well, again, yeah. But it. It's fine during the week. It's on the weekends. It's like. Yeah. I have no problem with her working past nine. I don't know why the state of Missouri does. <laughs> uh, well, they, well, in the summer they're like, yeah, I guess. Well, it's just turning dark at that point, I guess, and they don't want them driving at that point. Yeah, to drive home, I guess. But but now it gets dark around like feels like it's get dark dark around like four thirty. God, <laughs> I walked down. The, me out, man. I walked down to the office at three forty five, and I felt like it was either going to rain or the sun was almost completely down. Yeah, yeah, I hate that, but. Yeah, well, well, there you go. You're gonna have someone. You're gonna have another driver. At least so she can help hauling kids around anywhere. Uh, yeah, that, that that's gonna be a big relief because I missed a, a soccer game this week because I had to go pick her up at work. No, oh, same. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but as soon as that's over, you're like, thank God. So it's different types of stress, but yeah, somewhat of a break. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and yep, yep. she's not crazy about driving anyway, so I don't have to worry about her going any further than her work because. The school is yeah. closer than work. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh yeah. Trust me, my kid. He, yeah, he's not crazy about because it's it's rush hour. All this stuff's rush hour, right? Going to yeah. school and coming back from school would all be rush hour because it's on two seventy two. It's just like I get it, dude. Because there's just every day he mm. sees what I have to go through. He's like, this is like he's like this is like Mad Max. I was like, yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> it's absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. Yeah, I I hate but it. But as far as just driving around town or getting you know somewhere like that. Yeah, no, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Anywho, so what do we have on tonight's agenda? So I sent you an article earlier this week that uh, Kevin Feige and Patty Jenkins' Star Wars movies are dead. They're dead as a doornail, so it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's kind of, I think it hit on a little bit in regards to some Star Wars fatigue. I guess is what they're. If I remember the article correctly, I yeah. Get my articles mixed up. No, I, th- I think they touched on that. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, because well, then they were still talking about Ryan Johnson and his projects, which, okay, whatever. Because uh, he's still working, he's still concerned about his, the uh, next, the next what, uh, Knives Out or whatever. Benoit Blanc. Yeah, LeBlanc. Yeah. Um, so he's caught up with that. And I think, well, who, there's another. Taika uh, Waititi. They said there was Lindelof. Yeah. He, he, oh, Taika Waititi, but he wants to star in it too. Yeah. Wait, I think after Thor's performance, they don't want anything to do with Taika doing the Star Wars property. I don't think so. I'm, I mean, it sounds like they're still interested in it. Um, huh. But, I mean, this is Kathleen Kennedy instead of Kevin Feige. True. 
Yeah. Which I find that to be funny that you don't want to give it to the guy. But then again, take Marvel's run of things lately. You know? Yeah. I th- I think with Star Wars, though, Taika Waititi is going to be fresh where he's with Marvel in that second Thor movie he did. It was coming yeah. off the... I, I got to outdo the first one. Yeah. Well, I hear the and the big strike against Feige. I guess if they, if, it's funny the timing of the, I, of the article with the tracking for what the Marvels is tracking. Did you see the the meme that came out yesterday, or I don't want to call it a meme, or just something I read online? Uh, no, was that the the ticket sales, the tracking of ticket sales for that are worse than the Flash and oh, what was the other DC movie they the said Blue Beetle probably Blue Beetle, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's tracking to make less than both those movies right now. But see, there's so, uh, there's a little bit of mouth comes out that it's phenomenal. I don't know if a lot of people are going to make the trek. Well, I think the only thing that could possibly save it at this point is there's a rumor of a, a mutant cameo. Deadpool? No. No. Who's who is the what's the rumor? Uh, Kelsey Grammer's in it. Oh, was Beast? Yeah. Wait, which but, I'd be uh, all again, for. Again, we're supposed to be we're supposed to be getting our send off of all the Fox mutants, right? In theory, yeah. Still? That I mean, that's what they say. It's it's hard yeah. to tell. Okay, and that's still just rumor. That's that's not confirmed. Right. Okay. So you guys have tickets because tomorrow when it comes out, right? Uh, yeah, I guess technically tonight. Yeah. Are you guys going tomorrow? No. Um, I want to watch Loki first. Oh, good call. Yeah. No, we got how many episodes was that? Was that eight or six? Six. And the six. last one okay. came out this week. Yeah. See, that'd be pretty easy to crush through all that. Yeah, I think so too. Because from what I'm hearing, you might need to see Loki for little things in the Marvels. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I've heard good things about Loki. I didn't hear a lot of backlash about it being awful. I, I haven't heard anything about it starting slow. I didn't. I, actually, I heard that's the it's one of the saving graces if that's like the one good thing Marvel's putting out right now. <laughs> Is that so? Mark Bernardin did say that he felt like a lot of time while he was watching it. He didn't know what was going on. Oh, God. Not one of these kind of shows. Uh, but is that because he hasn't followed everything else? But he well, watches everything they do. Yeah. Um, part of it was it's been so long since Loki season one. They oh, just kind of threw him back. Yeah. yeah. But it. I don't know if it was just the stakes weren't there or what, but he, hmm. he, he just felt like he was trying to play catch up on what was going on. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it has been a long time. The the most I remember from that was just the, about the timelines, about yeah. the fracture of the timelines. There's the weird. Her name is Sylvie or whatever, right? But yes. isn't she supposed to be another variant of Loki? Like she's a Loki variant, right? Well, I don't know for sure because in the in the comics, Sylvie. Well, there was the Lady Loki. Mm-hmm. But then Sylvie is actually, um, let's see if I remember this right. Sylvie is actually the name for the second Enchantress. Oh, okay. And that makes more sense. Because otherwise, just Loki being in love with himself, which is kind of crazy and creepy. <laughs> but it kind of makes sense for the character. Because yeah. he's, I mean, traditionally, Loki is pretty much a narcissist that wants true. power. That's and true, but still, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I know I, I remember liking the first series and there was there were some really fun parts there's some funny stuff Houston Hiddleston's always a joy to watch so yeah no we were waiting the whole thing's out now so now we'll have to tackle that one next yeah um, 
And I, again, I'll probably wait for Marvels to come on to Disney. I don't think I'll make it unless you unless you give it like a you really do need to go. Oh my god, if you don't go see this in the theater, blah blah blah. You know, the only thing you ever let me down on was Top Gun. Otherwise, no. <laughs> <laughs> Still so mad that you get to see that in theater. Oh yeah. But <laughs> I I don't I don't think I'm gonna so I don't think it's gonna be one where I tell you you have to go see it in the theater. Yeah, I don't think so either. I really don't. I just. I don't know. It's only about Brie Larson's just rubbing everybody the wrong way. The character. No, it's. I think the biggest downfall to it is it's just about characters that no one cares about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nobody that's showing up in this. I, Nick Fury's in it, so that's important to me. I, I want to see what's going on with him. Yeah. But that was one of the big things that I, I was it in that article. I'm trying to remember where I heard it, where I read it or whatever, basically just talking about secret invasion, just going how much of a letdown was secret invasion. And with that being a big letdown, there's just nothing happening with Marvel right now. Yeah. I mean, you had guardians three that, that was a really high point, but it felt so disconnected from everything else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I get why. Did you, did you watch Secret Invasion? Did you get through all of it? Yeah, I got through it all. Yeah, it was hard though, right? It, it wasn't was like you were like anticipate. Like I was enjoying it, yeah, parts. But then I, I'm like, I, I felt more like I'm doing this just because I feel like I have to versus I want to. Yes, it, it's the the comic book completist in us. No, yeah, the, the comic book completist and the FOMO. <laughs> yeah. you know, make, make, I don't want to miss out on the Easter eggs. Yes, right? I want to be able to go. Okay, this makes sense. I want to do this. So. Well. I, they missed a giant opportunity with that show because if you read the comic, you know, like, there were some big names that were replaced. In this, we got Rhodey. Yeah. And we got uh, oh, Martin Freeman's character. I can't think of his name from Black oh, Panther. Um, from Black Panther, yeah. Which I found that funny because I think I watched something I watched or read or something like that where his character is actually. <laughs> I see it might have been the Marvel book I read. It might have been all the Marvels. Yeah. Or it was an article about his character is actually a character that was created in the comics like a really, really long time ago. I'm trying to remember his name. So I, what's his actual uh, name? It's Everett Ross. Ross, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. I thought he was created in the Christopher Priest run in the Marvel Knights that came out around the same time as Kevin Smith's Maybe Daredevil. that's where I heard it. I don't know. I've been reading so much yeah. <laughs> as far as articles and those books and everything. You send me, you're sending me snippets from that new book that you're reading, so I'm try, it's hard to keep track of where everything's coming from. Oh, the like the snippet that Ike Perlmutter thought uh, no one had noticed that the roadies were different? Yeah, I know, right? Could you believe that? I, I my jaw dropped when I read it. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that's such a horrible, you can't say that. No, not, you can't say that. Not in this day and age, you cannot say it, nor should you say it, but oh my God, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. Really, really bad. I mean, there's some incredibly unreal stuff in this book. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it looks like a really good one to read. It yeah, really does. You, you should just put a hold in at the library for it and start reading it as soon as you now can. Because talking about it, but didn't that book just come out? Yeah, so, so you might be sixty second in line to get it, but I don't even know. Well, I don't even know if it's on the server to see if it's even. What's it called again? Um, uh, let me see. MCU. Uh, Arena Marvel Studios. Yes. Thing? Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, look at 
definitely checked out. 13 holes and 16 copies. Oh, that's not, that's not bad. Confirming. Which, actually, I have to go. Um, I actually do need to go. I need to pick something up. I uh, I know I don't want to jump ahead to homework or anything like that, but uh, it's waiting for me at the library. Um, the last the last voyage of the Demeter is ready for me to pick up. I need to see if mine has that. Okay. Yeah. No. I put a I put a hold on that because I put a hold on that and the uh, the the newest Mission Impossible. I have a hold on that, but I think I'm I'm number two hundred and six in line. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hopefully it'll hit prime before I ever have to pick it up from the library. Yeah. But, um, uh, so here, here's another little tidbit to keep you going on the MCU book. So Zach Penn originally wrote a script for the Avengers. He did, uh, I think he did a, got writing credits on the first Spider-Man movie and the first X-Men movie. Okay. So, I mean, he's a legit. Kamar, right? No. No. Yeah. From Harold and Kumar? No. That no, 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 no. That's the one, what's, what's, what's his name? Um, shoot. Um, Hold on, is it Z-A-K, Z-A-K pen? Yeah. Who's, I gotta look up, who's Kumar? <laughs> Who is Kumar uh, Harold and, because isn't he a writer too? I don't know if he's, he's a, also. I think he's done some writing, but he's done mostly acting and he... Worked for the Obama administration. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, but I'm trying to remember his real name. Um, I'm looking it up. Oh, and he was on House also. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, he worked for, like you said, he worked for the, the dude's smart as I'll get out. I yeah. swear his name was Zach Penn or something. Zach something. Yeah, his last name's Penn. Yeah. Hold, please. Hold, please. Hold on, sorry. Cal Penn. Cal Penn. Cal Penn. It's yeah. Zach Penn. That's his name is Cal. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I still the same last name. Yeah. He, he was close. <laughs> I mean, they have the so same anyway, last name. Sorry, they probably so Zach, look alike. So Zach Penn got a writing credit. He wrote a script for... Um, he, he wrote scripts for, I think, Spider-Man and X-Men is what it said. See his books that he's written are Rogue Finds a Home, X Men, The Last Stand, and Behind Enemy Lines. Hey, I mean, all right. He wrote Free Guy, uh, Ready Player One. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk. Let's go back here. Let, I want to go back this far. Check this. Okay. Co-story writer of Last Action Hero. Yeah. Co-screenwriter for PCU, which I don't know if you're a big fan of PCU. Oh, yeah. It's one of my most favorite comedies of all time. I love PCU. Yes. Uh, uncredited writer for Men in Black, a consultant for the movie Ants, co-writer for Inspector Gadget, script revision for Charlie's Angels, co-writer for Behind Enemy Lines, which, whatever. Mm. Uncredited for Reign of Fire, co-writer with uh, David Hayter and Brian Singer for X2. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, X2, eh? Yeah. like that. I don't think he wants credit for Elektra or X-Men Last Stand. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know if he wants to be associated with it. But uh, I, I think you're getting to this one. Was the Well, he did Incredible Hulk. Yeah, he had a, he had a writing credit on it. Yeah. Um, but it shows that he has a story by credit for the Avengers. Correct. Story for the Avengers, yes. I'm okay. agreeing with you. Yep. So he worked on Avengers for years. And... When they hired uh, Joss Whedon to direct it, mm-hmm. Joss decided he was going to write it too and took this mm-hmm. his script and threw it in the trash. 
Didn't even read it. What? What? Oh, no. And so Zach Penn's like, as a writer, if I know I'm taking over some for someone, I call them and say, look, no hard feelings. I'm taking over this, the script. I'll credit you for anything I keep in it. Josh didn't call him. Nothing. So he kind of knew him, so he gave him a call. And he's like, look, I worked on this script for years. My kids are excited about it. They've been telling their friends about it. What am I going to tell them when they go to the theater and my name's not on it? And Josh Reed is like, I don't know. What am I going to tell my kids when your name is on it? What a dick. Yeah. What a dick. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they ended up... uh, Joss rewrote the whole script. Uh, Zach Penn filed a uh, arbitration hearing with the Writers Guild of America. They took it. They didn't give him a writing credit, but they gave him a story by credit. Okay. And Joss Whedon was pissed. Fuck Whedon. He's yeah, a, he's garbage. I I was talking to someone about this, and I'm like, you know, if this would have came out like. Four years ago, everyone would have been shocked because Joss mm-hmm. Whedon was like the golden boy. Yeah. But since everything's come out about him, it's like, yep, this all tracks. Yeah, it tracks. Yep, absolutely. That really does track. Because then he's also, let's see, Atari Game Over, which that sounds awesome. It's a documentary. Hmm. He directed it. Um, oh, look at co-screenwriter with the with the actual author of Ready Player One. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, yeah, Free Guy, free guy uh, co-screenwriter with Matt Lieberman. Yeah. See, something about Alpha's. Alpha sounds familiar. That's not like, isn't that, wasn't that like a sci fi show or something? Yeah, it was. Okay. I think. Speaking 23, I don't know. Fantastic Four. He was credited as a writer for Fantastic Four in 05. And then he, uh, X Men, the official game. Oh, these were video games. Fantastic Four had a video game in I, I guess so. PlayStation 2. I don't remember it. I don't either. <laughs> I don't remember that ever being a game. But yeah, no, that's a that's wow. Look at and that was in the book. Is that where you got that story about yeah. that was in the book? Yeah. It gives you all the dirt in this book. Wow. It really does. <laughs> it's all the dirty, right? Yeah. Man, oh man, oh man. Josh Whedon, what what a scumbag. Yeah. God. How awful. Um and then so so the incredible hulk he gets a what do you, what that we're he gets a story let's see uh, writer he gets he's credited as writer of incredible hulk story with uncredited screenwriting rewrites by edward norton so how much did norton rewrite of his that's what i'm curious about did he uh, keep most of what penn wrote or did, was there a lot that was switched up yeah he rewrote a, quite a bit or, or at least wanted to yeah. so i guess the story is uh on american history x Mm-hmm. he was just a pain to work with. And like pretty much the director's like, I'm done. Uh, so uh, Marvel knew all this and still hired him and gave him free reign to adjust the script as he saw fit. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to make it into more of a art house comic book movie. And it didn't that, have the, it didn't, that movie doesn't have an art house feel to it. No. Now the original, the, the Hulk with Banna, that has yes. an art house feel too. Well, and, that was Ang Lee. And Ang Lee was going for a comic book feel with like the sliding panels across the screen and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Edward Norton didn't like the final cut because he had no say. He didn't have any say in that. And then yeah. uh, Kevin Feige released this press release after the movie saying they weren't going to continue on with Edward Norton and that it wasn't because of money. 
<laughs> just because he's a pain that I have to work with. Yeah. But the movie's still great. I still like The Incredible Hulk. I think yeah. it's, it's really good. Um, I, I liked a, a lot of the stuff Ang Lee did, but I also had a lot of problems with some of the stuff he did, like the Hulk dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick so. Nolte. Well, Nick Nolte was, yeah, that was a hot mess. But, yeah. um, yeah, not that, that, that Hulk, yeah, whatever, take, I'll leave that one. But the Incredible Hulk, I still like a lot. Yeah. And that you can, if, his, if his work is there, that Zach Penn, look at that. Yeah. Well done. But two, two huge bombs there with Electro and Last Stand. Yeah. <laughs> Those were big bombs right there. Yeah, but you know what? Joss Whedon, uh, did rewrites on Last Stand. No, he, oh, he, he did, did. No, he did first X Men. He was the one that put the stormline of what happens to a frog when it gets struck by lightning. Oh God, that's awful. Yeah, <laughs> that's his line. He wants credit for that one. <laughs> no, he does not want credit for it anymore. Uh, he's getting it though, right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. So he, yeah, Joss also did uh, a version of what was the last alien movie where they brought back like the clone of Sig- Sigourney Weaver's character of Ripley. Oh, with uh, Winona Ryder. It's yeah, an Alien Resurrection or something. Was it Resurrection? I, that's the third one. Is that the right one? I don't know. I don't, if there's one after that. There's a fourth one too, though, right? I think so. I think it was the fourth one. He had a writing credit on that one. It was horrible. I'm trying to find something here. Because yeah, okay, that's the yeah, that's the variety article you sent me about that. With, yeah, and Patty Jenkins, the Rogue Squadron one. That kind of stinks. That's not, that would have been a cool. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Um. Oh. I, they, they stop, kind of stop, 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 um, stop. You know what we forgot? What? We didn't do beer. Oh, we forgot beer completely. I got, oh, I got it right here. You better catch up, dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. I think we've done this one before in the past, but I needed something heavy tonight. So, uh, Perennial Artisan Ales Sump Coffee Stout. Um, Imperial Stout with Coffee, 2023 version, 11.5% ABV. Oh, you're drinking? Are you actually drinking that right now? Oh, yeah. Spirit World, bro. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> motor oil that's what i'm talking about i love this and then beer. Are you, you but you're not drinking it out of your deadpool with a jason mask holding pennywise's head no i'm not your glass that you got <laughs> i am not and i love that glass that's awesome where'd you pick that thing up from um i actually there's a st louis beers enthusiast facebook page yeah and there's this guy that every time he posts a beer it's got a different glass yeah. And he posted that one and said, someone said it's really cool and he told where he got it from. So I went out and ordered yeah. one. Nice. That's hilarious. Yes. That's a good glass right there. Hopefully it, it doesn't get broken in the dishwasher. Oh, no that. one's allowed to touch it. <laughs> Hand wash only. And then to top it off, they sent a bunch of stickers with it. And yeah. that was one of the stickers too. Oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. Oh, what right. I'm trying to pass over here. Back to uh, Patty Jenkins. Yes. I think the biggest issue with her Rogue Squadron was the time period she was going to do it in, and it was going to be uh, the Resistance era, the the new trilogy stuff. Mm-hmm. And per, I don't know if it was going to focus on Poe or not. I mean, they kind of have to since he was the big hotshot pilot at that time. Yeah. But traditionally, when Star Wars fans think of Rogue Squadron, it's uh, original trilogy or shortly thereafter, because there was a huge series of books that took place after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. with Wedge Antilles as the main character. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, because yeah, he's Wedge is barely in the, the the Thrawn series. He's in there. He's in. A, he's a character. He's important, yeah. but 
yeah not focused on him at all but yeah wedge i'd love that so wedge has uh, and his stuff is all legacy or whatever it's not canon yeah the legends or legends like yeah legends, sorry so okay yeah that, that stinks that sounded like it'd be cool yeah um no, i sent you some stuff this week i was trying to remember what i'd sent you in regards to um I, I love. The, did you watch the What If Anakin had won and Padme joined him on the dark side? Did you see that? Yeah, that was very cool. That was so cool. That, the, I love that What If stuff. Yeah. And I wish they would do that in comic book form, stuff like that. That'd be so cool to see something like that. Cause, yeah, because they really haven't done much Star Wars What If. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, the art was amazing on these. Yeah. These little yeah. stills then, just playing through. Yeah, and then uh, I liked this fan cast when I sent you of uh, the yes. Batman villains. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, well, Willem Dafoe as the Joker, that's not anything new. The fact that they use Rock- Margot Robbie again for Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's going to be hard to replace her. They're, I mean, they're going to have Malick to do Malick is Riddler. I was like, mm. this one intrigued me a lot. David Tennant as Two-Face. I thought that yes. was pretty cool. He, this, that, that fits a lot. Yeah. This one is great. Oh, who was it? Oh, hold on. Wait, was that... No wait, he was scared. Oh, Two Face. It was um, was it Two Face? Oh, hold on. Right, Two Face is Adrian Brody. Yeah, Adrian Brody. Yeah. this one, my this one's my favorite. The one you're getting to. Uh, Anna, Anna Darmus is Poison no, no, Ivy. No. Yeah, that's that's cool. But no, the next one. Check oh yeah, Mister Freeze. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. That's oh. so, come on. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Tessa Thompson is Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alfred Molina is Penguin. Perfect. He's got the look. I think my favorite one on there is Christoph Waltz as oh yeah Mr. Freeze oh yeah I think that'd be so cool he'd pull that off because you do Heart of Ice live action or something like that he could pull that off pretty easy yeah for him so Will just went through and watched pretty much every DC animated movie on uh, Max yeah yeah those are great and uh, all those are really good there's not really any that are bad I, I told him though, you got to sit down and read the books because the books are so much better. I was okay. like, we've got probably every single one of them. Let's like, see. He he loved Long Halloween. I'm like, read the oh, book. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, well, so in, the, in the movies they they vary sometimes. They don't go yeah. use the book, you know, spot on. They do some changing up there. Oh, yeah. But this was the one I think I needed to make sure we've talked about this before. This was the one that I I, th- I thought I, we've touched on it a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's something in, in, in Attack of the Clones that I don't think anyone talks about. And I finally saw a video on it where someone's like finally agreed with me about this. Yeah. Where when you watch it, Dooku's not a bad guy. No. Right. So, but why in Rebel, or not in Rebels, but why in the cartoons they portray him as like the bad guy in, in the Attack of the Clones? Or not, uh, the Clone Wars. Because um, I think they're trying to stick with the the theme of Star Wars, where they don't want to reveal it until it's time. So if you're gonna watch okay. the cartoons, they're gonna play it like he's the bad guy okay. until you get to the point where it's like, well, maybe he was right. And or- I think I think that's what they were trying to get to later on because that um, the Yoda arc near the end of the before they went back and added seasons to it, Yoda's starting to see that they're start they're making wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the main things. And they've gone back in the books and really made Dooku a sympathetic character that's... He's, he's a great Jedi that sees the flaws and goes too far the other way to try to fix them. 
Yeah. Okay. Because because otherwise, am I supposed to interpret this as him trying to do rule of two, where he's taking on Obi Wan as his padawan to go towards the dark side? Mm, no, I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I don't think so either. I think he was truly going. Darth Sidious is bad news, and he's trying to stop Darth Sidious. Is what I thought. Yeah, I think I think that's part of it. Um, I I don't know though. I think at times he gives into it because wasn't it in uh, Tales of the Jedi where Dooku kills Yaddle, the female Yoda? I don't remember. I'd have to rewatch it. I, I'm pretty sure he did that. Um, so I think at times he kind of gives into it, but he's generally someone that wants what's best. Yeah. And I think so. What so? What book is it that you're referencing? Where they kind of make him sympathetic? Um, they did. There, there were two of them. Um, one of them was called Brotherhood, I think, and it is a early Qui Gon Obi Wan story where Obi Wan is still his Padawan, and Dooku's involved in it because Dooku was the master for Qui Gon. And so they kind of lay, they kind of lay some of the hints of. There is well, yeah. There's a book called it was written by Mike Chen back in 2022. I don't remember if that was it though. Um, Maybe I'll have to Wikipedia this. Hold on. The the problem is I have like all of them and I haven't read them all, so the names sometimes get confusing. Mm-hmm. Well, now here you go. This one's 1984. No, too, but uh, I don't know why it's in 1984. I'm trying to see if there gives me a quick synopsis of this. Um, but I mean, part of the book mostly focuses on Qui Gon and Obi Wan, but you get a little bit of. Uh, it doesn't. It, I can't even get a synopsis to pull up on it. But anyway, sorry. I was just curious because I'd be interested in a book like that that kind of addresses that. No, Brotherhood's not the right one. That comes later. Uh, God, there's so many le- or sorry, so many Legends books that pop up. <laughs> there's I, so many Star Wars yes. books. Yes, it's I, unbelievable. Well, and that's part of the reason that Disney had to reset it was because there was just yeah. so much. Yeah. Um. But see, that's the stuff that's important. Like you know, Old Republic should have its that should that's just to be canon. Stuff oh yeah, like that, that leads to the history. They're they're kind of going through and doing it too. So mm-hmm. here, I'm trying to find it real quick. I'm on. But I just I, I love when a clip like that pops up, just because I was like, I, this is a big deal that wasn't made big enough. I think back when the movie originally came out. Yeah. So the the other uh, Master and Apprentice was the, the name of it. Yeah. By Claudia Gray, who's probably one of the best Star Wars writers there is. And then there's also Dooku Jedi Lost, which kind of goes with his early days and kind of shows the transition. And it jumps from him and Ventress. Ventress discovers his journal or something, so she's trying to understand him. And so she's reading these stories of his past. And that one was really good too. Nothing's popping up for Jedi Lost. Did not find anything for that one. Yeah, it's it's Dooku Jedi Lost. 
it is a, it was written it was originally an audio book that was turned or like an audio drama that was turned into a book Okay. So, like, when you read the There's book, this, it, it's called Dooku. I got a Dooku by Scott or Kevin Scott. Yep, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yep. And yeah, that's the only way to keep, I can get it is e audiobook. The actual book's been released, though. Okay. I think I'm pretty sure I read Dark Disciple. That one was really good. That, yes, that one was really good. That was uh, based on Clone unreleased Clone Wars scripts written by okay. George Lucas's daughter. Okay. Let me see what else she's written here, because I, I she I, I always see that name and I just haven't actually read it. Because did Claudia did she write uh, Ahsoka? No, she didn't. That was um, was that E. K. Johnson maybe? Because let's see, Claudia Gray did Master Apprentice. Something called oh, this is not Star Wars. Murder of Mister Wickham. Uh, let's see, Star Wars Lost Stars, which is one we always talk about. That I still want to want yeah. to read the Fallen Star. I don't know what that one is. That is that High Republic, maybe. Bloodline. I definitely want to read Bloodline. Yeah, Bloodline's really good. Lost Star. Oh, they they made a comic book of the Lost Stars. They've done comic books of a lot of the the so books. Here's High made. Republic into the dark. Of the two High Republic books, that was the better of the two. That I've Leia, read. Princess, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. That was good, too. This seems really familiar. It's not Star Wars, but the late Mrs. Willoughby. Doesn't that sound familiar for some reason? I don't know. She did do uh, young adult graphic novels called The House of L, based yep, on Superman. Right I've is, got... that, is that and that's is that Superman? Yep. Interesting. Well, who's that? Is that like... It's not Aaron? actual Superman. It's set before he was born. So, but that's what I'm saying. Is it Caro? Yeah. I don't. I think it's character she created for DC. I don't know. Yeah, there's I a bunch, there's a bunch of them on here. I have the. One. I bought the first two from her in Kansas City a couple of years ago. Interesting. I because I took. I think I took Bloodline, had her sign it, um, and then bought those because I knew Madeline would want to read them at some point, and she hasn't touched them. Hmm. Yeah, she's done a lot, that's yeah. for sure. Okay. So, sorry, just going over all this stuff. Path of Vengeance. Does that sound familiar? By Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott seems to be a big-time Star Wars writer. Yeah, he's done a lot of the High Republic stuff. Yeah. Okay. When when so, they find yeah. writers they like, they stick with them. Yeah. So here, I, the last thing I think I sent you for discussion, besides going off on that small little tangent about... Dooku and writers and whatnot. There's the other clip I sent you about the rumor about where Marvel is going from yeah. the emergency awesome. Yeah. What did you think of that? Well, it was a long clip. I only got halfway through it because I was... It was really long. <laughs> yeah. It was super, super long. I think I was sitting at but, soccer practice when I started it. So um, the, the gist the gist being they're going to they're gonna, uh, go ahead and pivot away from... Uh, because I think we, we hit on this a little bit last week. I think we're we think they're going to pivot away from or not from Luke, Kang, sorry, from Kang. They're just going to pivot from Kang completely, and then they're going to go to a more comic accurate version of Secret Wars. Yeah, the the most recent recent Secret Wars. Recent Secret yep. Wars, correct, the Hickman version. Have, Doom is going to be your Doom is basically your Thanos, and he's going to be what is it, Emperor Doom or God Doom or whatever he calls himself. In God Doom. Yeah, and then I think you do that because you could also reset your world. 
yep. where you have the convergence. You know, we're going to have our multiverse, then we converge. And then if you wanted to, where the rumor being that who's going to lead Secret Wars would be Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and Toby Spider-Man would actually be the lead actors in that movie. Yep, I, I saw that. Okay. I, I don't know if I like that plan. I don't know if I like Toby leading something. Yeah. Although the look of a grizzled Toby looks pretty cool. Uh, kind of a disheveled, like... Hey, I've been through. I've been through it all. Spidey is kind of cool. Yes, I, um, and yeah, that would be cool to see. But I'm worried that they'd be unless they kill him off, they're going to be stuck with those two yeah. being in the new universe. Which I love Hugh Jackman. I love Tobey Maguire. Their movies were awesome. But let let's move on. Yeah, I can see that. I'd like to move on as well, but. I don't know. I mean, these are all obviously just rumor, but the thing being, if you're going to go pivot to Dune, because I think that's what he, I think if I remember the video correctly, something about Kang was so important to Loki though, that made, yeah. he made the show like in episode five or something like that. There's something about episode five that was a really big deal. Yeah. Not sure what it was. I haven't watched it. So no spoilers, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know what it was that occurred there, but then you go, well, can you really pivot? Um, I mean, we talked about the recast. You'd always recast, but sounds like the smart pivot would be to move over to Doom. Yeah, and then eventually Galactus will be a big bad at some point, I guess. But um, it's a little disappointing though, because in the comic, Doom and Kang are such big rivals. Mm-hmm. I would love like to set up Doom by using Kang. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't no. know. I, who knows? Either. Either you're gonna go, either go all in with Kang and just run with it, or if you're gonna pivot, you're gonna have to start sprinkling in Doom somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yep. And your your opportunity to do that would have been in Black Panther too. Yeah. Right? Yep. I mean that would have been a great opportunity to do that. Um. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I mean, looking at what else they have coming out, I don't see a lot. And but- I don't. I think Secret War is just so comic heavy, and it, there, you needed. Remember when we, we were first talking about Battle World and seeing the map, yeah, and how many books you'd have to read in order to follow the entire storyline of yeah. Secret Wars. How would you even try to fit that into a two, even a three-hour movie? You couldn't do it. No, <laughs> it's so, it's just so much. It's so much. <laughs> and. I mean, I don't even know if they could pull off a part one, part two type thing with that. Because at least with Infinity War and Endgame, they were two complete stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it would have sucked if they would have left it with half the heroes blipped off, but you you felt conclusion where they ended it. I think I need to go back and read Secret Wars all the way through, though. I've been thinking about that. I want to do that, but I kind of want to start at the beginning of Hickman's Avengers run and read the full thing. Oh, my God. It's going to take a long time. <laughs> it it probably will, but I've heard it totally makes it a lot better. And I enjoyed Secret Wars. I would, yeah, love, I would love to see like the long, long-form storytelling he was doing. Well, that's what it. Hickman does. Yeah. <laughs> all of his is long-form. Yeah. Um, so I think it made reference to that video of Hickman's run on Fantastic Four as well, which that was a yep. huge run too. Um, well worth it though. God, his his Fantastic Four was incredible. Um, he does so much law for because he I, you pull up John, I put in Hickman Jonathan <laughs> to the yeah. library server. 
and uh, oh my god, so much pops up, so much X Men. X Men is the most of it, which it's popping up here. But there's also the Fantastic Four omnibus. Yeah, <laughs> they actually have the omnibus Oh man! I would so be I tempted to buy it. Avengers, Jonathan Hickman, Avengers. Let's see well, because he was doing two or three Avengers books at one time, and yeah. it was all—they were all separate stories, but they all tied together in the end. Because you got Avengers Infinite Avengers was one of the trades here. Yeah, a lot of the e-books. I guess it'd be easier to see this from an e-book standpoint. But you got Avengers Volume One, Avengers World. But is that is that the right one to even start with? I guess. That's going to have to be a Reddit thing. I have to find a Jonathan Hickman Avengers yep. reading order somehow. I yep. don't know where I'll find that. I gotta look that up somewhere. Just I, add that to my list of comic books I don't ever get around to yeah. reading. <laughs> that never-ending list of stuff. Never, 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 never. So, but yeah, I think Dooms. We've talked that. I feel like we've talked Marvel to death. I, th- I think we're 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 kind of in a dead period right now where we can only really talk about so much as far as all that goes because what's there to talk about in yeah. regards to DC's got nothing to talk about when we had the flash and then we got what we're waiting for Aquaman yeah that, that doesn't matter yeah and then we're still how far away from Gunverse oh probably two years and don't you think Blue Beetle should have hit max by now so we could talk about that at some point I, you think max. so yeah What's up with that? Why is that not a hit? That came out forever ago at this point. Yeah, like. that was middle of August. Which I guess that's not forever, but in, the, in today's day and age, it feels like it. It, it really is. So I mean, quick. two two months at this point. Yeah, yeah. So uh, three no, months. Had, well, now you got me wanting to stop this podcast, and I need to go find my read order. Yeah, <laughs> for Avengers, I kind of want to. If, if it makes it better to read uh, Secret Wars, because is that what is that? I think that's the culmination, correct? Yeah. Is that how it all ends? Is it with Secret Wars? Yeah. Because it sets up how Doom gets into power in Secret Wars. Yeah. So at some point, I guess I'll have to do it. But then again, I was I was kind of wanting to start a Green Lantern run here, but now I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to read. <laughs> I know because I keep jumping back and forth between the current X Men stuff to get completely caught up. And then yeah. all the Donna DC stuff. And then if you get stuck, if you get stuck on and the DC stuff, it's hard. There's too much in both worlds. That's why I yep. guess that's why some people go, I'm a DC guy. I'm a Marvel guy. Cause if you try to do both. It's almost impossible. <laughs> At least it feels like it. And then, and then I pull out and go with image trades. See? Yep. Yep. And sometimes that's, I like doing that stuff too, yeah. because it's just different, completely different than all the universe stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But uh, I think as far as topics go, I don't think I have anything else for you. Yeah. Besides that. Did, you have, did you have anything else? No. Head to some homework. Okay. Did you have a bunch? No, I just uh, three movies, two TV shows. Do your TV shows first. What you got? Um, I watched all of Gen V, season one. Oh, you did? So yes. So you blasted through that. How, how, how many 30-minute shows? What are those? I don't know. Uh, I think they're close to an hour. There's okay. eight of them. Oh wow! Okay, so you blasted through that. Well, I I'd watched the first like three, so then I just had to watch the last five this week. Gotcha. Okay. Really good show. I mean, it's right there with the boys. Um, there's a lot more mystery to it, and like with the boys, you know some of the story points from reading it. Mm-hmm. This was all brand new. Okay. And then every once in a while, you get into one of the characters from the boys showing up. Oh, cool! All right, that's cool. Yeah. So, fun show. I really enjoyed it. Okay. And then I finished Shorzy season two. Oh, my God. 
I need to get to that. Oh <sighs> my god. How good was it? It was, it was so good. good. So I was talking with a coworker. He likes Shorzy better than Letterkenny. And I think I was the opposite for the fact that the banter always gets me in, in Letterkenny. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Shorzy has more of a complete story for each season. Yeah. Where every episode is something different in Letterkenny. Well, Letterkenny is coming to an end, correct? They're in the the last season coming out, like the one that's, I think, coming out this Christmas, right? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I read, I think, Letterkenny's final season. Yeah, I would be happy if they just kept going and did little half seasons for each show. Yeah, it says Letterkenny, oh, sorry, Letterkenny to end with season 12. Oh. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's Always it's Sunny has like 20 seasons. 12th and final season. I knew I read that somewhere. It's Always Sunny has like 20 seasons. They could keep going. Says Kiso and Tierney feel the time is right to bring their comedy to a close. Dude, Kisa, what else have you been doing, man? You're not in anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's, he's gonna do, is it, so here's the question. Is, is this the last Shorzy? I have not heard. They they left it open for another. Let's see. I'm not going to read the spoiler about that. Will there be a Shorzy season three? Yeah, Shorzy season three has been renewed before season two's debut. Okay. So you're at least going to get a season three of Shorzy. So I'm happy about that. That's yeah. Good. God, I love those characters. I, I, I thought I sent that to you, the bloopers for season eight. Yeah. Shorzy, or for Letterkenny. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so funny. It it's is. so fun. It's just so good. I, I, <laughs> I think about it. I see the bloopers and I'm like, I don't know if I could keep a straight face doing no, these shows. No, those and like some of the office ones because they have a lot yeah. of blooper reels out there. Yeah, no, but letter Q, <laughs> anything with um all the Mennonite, the dicks. What's, no, yes. what's his first name? Noah Dick. Noah Dick. <laughs> no, <Noah, laughs> no, who the guy who plays Noah Dick is one of the best act character actors in yes. the history of television. He plays it so straight faced and so not. Like, how is he not cracking up? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! One hit, and then what's the wife's name? What's the wife's name? Is it Noah Anita? Dick. Anita Dick? I don't know. I don't remember. But just when they're talking about our dicks have have run off the farm or something like yeah. that, when the girls go. <laughs> oh my god! If you come help, we'll reward you with man meat. <laughs> Oh, Letterkenny. I love it. The great thing about Letterkenny, you could rewatch that series over and over. Oh, yeah. It would, it, it would never get, The banter is too good. It, it would never get Because you'd catch so much on rewatches. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that stinks. That would be the last one. But very rewatchable. This will get short. But you watched the whole... So, you you blasted through Shores well, too. That, I, didn't, that came out pretty recently, right? Yeah, but it's only six half-hour episodes. Oh, that's all it is? I'll yeah. Eat ways it is blast through all that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. And then movies. Um, I went ahead and watched Flaming Hot. The the That's Cheeto the, movie. Uh, is that a documentary or is that like a comedy? I can't remember. It, I know it's, it's about a, the Cheetos. Yeah, it's like a biopic. Bio, okay. Yeah, it, it was good. What's what's it on? Uh, Hulu. Hulu, okay, yeah. I think Hulu or Prime, one of the two. Okay. Um, man, it's it, it it was a good movie. I'm glad I watched it, but it's one of those ones like. I've, I'll never go back and watch it again. Yeah, it's a Hulu movie. So yeah. Again. So, I mean, Same it's one of those inspiring, based on a true story type things. Do you even eat Do you even eat, eat Flaming Hot Cheetos? I don't think I ever eat them. <laughs> I've had them before, but... 
But I mean, that was part of the thing. It was how how do we make this product to reach a a Mexican market? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So. So yeah, definitely. I, I if I get around to it, great. If not, I don't feel like I'm missing out on too much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this one I didn't even know was on disc, but I just ran across at the library. Once upon a Deadpool. Once upon a Deadpool. It's so what the, is that? It is the PG thirteen version of Deadpool two. Huh. So it's still the same movie. It is. So it came out in theaters, and they did it for a charity run. Okay. And basically, they cut stuff out. There were some new scenes in it, and then they filled a bunch of stuff with Fred Savage tied into a bed, like it was Princess Bride. Nice. That's hilarious. Because they did the trailers like that. There, there. I thought that was his trailer. I mean, the, uh, I, all that stuff's in the movie. It's great. Okay. Okay. The the Fred Savage stuff is just amazing. I love it. There's a picture. There's a picture out here on Google when you type in "one spot Deadpool." It's Fred Savage and Deadpool on a reindeer. It's on Rudolph. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. It's a little funny. Oh my god. Once upon um, a Deadpool. Deadpool. It looks like Deadpool in heaven. <laughs> that's what oh. that looks like. Okay. So cool. the the scene where Vanisher dies when all X Force is parachuting out. Mm-hmm. Fred Savage stops it and he's like, "Wait, was that Brad Pitt?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Matt Damon was in it earlier too. I got them both tied up in my basement. Oh my god! He's like, you got Matt Damon tied up in your basement. He goes, I want to fight Matt Damon. <laughs> and Deadpool's sitting there with a a bleeper in his hand because it's PG thirteen, so they only get yeah. like two f words. Yeah. So he's like, what did you just say? And he goes, and he repeats it. He says, I want to fight Matt Damon, but he bleeps it. Uh- <laughs> so you hear the f. Yeah. And he goes into this long story about how he wants to fight him in front of all these people. And would be would be the best is if Matt Damon's actually in the movie. Is he actually in the movie in his basement? No, he's oh, actually okay. in Deadpool so, too, though. But wait, uh, Matt Damon's in Deadpool too. Yeah, when Cable comes back in time and the two rednecks sitting at the truck. Oh yeah, it's oh, Matt yeah, Damon yeah, yeah. and Alan Tudyk. Okay, yeah. So I remember it's been a while since I've seen Deadpool too. I need to watch it again, I guess. Yeah, you should see if they have this version of it. So like okay. when his when he gets ripped in half and they show the the baby butt when he stands mm-hmm. up, yeah, that, it's all b- blurred out. Are you was it? Are you are you are you? It was what he half shredding or cock shredding it or something like that. Yeah, is that what? He I, thought, hey, that I'm straight up winning the poo, Winnie the pooing it. <laughs> oh, he changed it to that. That's the that's what the what they said instead of this time. Well, no, I think I think uh, T J Miller said the one and then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there, there were a few okay. scenes I recognized that weren't in the original movie because I was laughing at those a little bit more. Nice. It was definitely worth picking up. Okay, cool. And then the last one, actually, you might have seen it recently too. I got Becky from the library. I'll save Becky. Let's let's hold on okay. that for mine. Okay. Okay, so, so is that, is, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, as far as my stuff, uh, no TV. I, not, I try to get back into Jack Ryan. I need to finish that series off. Um, I, yeah, I do too. Season. I haven't seen anything from season three yet. Definitely want to, because I think they'll do one more season after this, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I think so. The, there. Oh, there was one other thing. We. I finished my second rewatch of The Bear with Aaron. We okay. got. We got like. We had like three episodes left, and we ended up finishing it. Okay. It's so good. And this was for season two, correct? Yeah. Okay. And how is she liking it? She loved it. She hated the ending of season two, though, because they just left it. Okay, so cl- total cliffhanger? Yeah. Okay. Like, not like a cliffhanger, like, oh, my God, what are they going to do? But, like, 
the shit just hit the fan. They left it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll have to get around to that. I, yeah, I've not seen season one or two, so I'm looking forward to it at some point. I, I highly recommend it. So, all right, let's see. I'll save two of these for last kind of thing. Um, I'll, I'll hear the ones that, uh, the one I'll start with that I stopped watching. It was uh, called Woman in Gold. It's okay. actually a Ryan Reynolds movie. He plays an attorney. Um, it's about a woman that during World War II, the Nazis stole her family's artwork in Vienna, I believe. Okay. And so it's about her trying to reclaim her family's artwork or something like that. It, it had an interesting premise and I was enjoying it, but then it just kind of like, ah, whatever. I, yeah. I lost interest about halfway through and I was like, this isn't going anywhere fast enough for me. So I was like, nah, let's, let's move on. Yeah. And then I'll kind of save my favorites for last, I guess. Um, I watched a movie called The Kill Team with Skarsgård. Uh, which Skarsgård is it? I just forget which one it is. Not the Pennywise one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whichever Skarsgård that is. Uh, it was really good. Um, basically, um, it kind of reminded me of A Few Good Men in regards to doing the right thing. But this yeah. one's just set in the Middle East. Okay. Uh, it was it was good. It's not. It's not. I'd say if you're in the mood for some war movies, like if you're watching, like, hey, I love Black Hawk Down. I want another movie like Black Hawk Down. Stuff like I I, went, I did two movies in a row like that. The first one was The Kill Team. The one I liked better was Sandcastle. Uh, Sandcastle is the one where Henry Cavill's in it for a little bit. He's mm-hmm. not a main, main character in it by any means. Uh, actually, Nicholas Holt is your main character. And I okay. think, I didn't look up who the other guy was. I, I want to say what, like Logan Marshall Green is his name. I think he's in some stuff. I think that's who the, the other guy was that's in it. That's recognizable. Okay. But uh, Sandcat, again, another Middle East movie. It's it basically hitting on of what are we really accomplishing here? What are we doing here? In the really, it, one of those things. It's just... For our, our basically, I don't know if it's politically incorrect to say this, but it almost feels like the uh, Middle East and the wars in Iraq are, and then of course Afghanistan. It's like it's our generations of Vietnam. I, yeah. I, sometimes you have to just feel that way. I, I get the military complex, and you want to do humanitarian things with our military and making sure that we don't let dictators do awful, awful things that are war crimes. Yeah. But I, these movies are really good that hit on some of that stuff. It makes you think about that. That's, yeah. That's why I enjoyed Sandcastle a little bit more than Kill Team. Okay, yeah, Logan Marshall Green. Is that who it was? That's yep. what I thought it was. It looked like him. Um, Pain Hustler. We were going to rediscuss that this week, but yes. turns out Pain Hustler is not even my favorite movie I watched this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I liked that movie a lot. Yeah. Sheesh. All right. Chris Evans was incredible in that movie. He is so good in it. It makes you recognize how good of an actor he is because he's so pure and innocent as both Human Torch and Mm -hmm. Captain America. And then he turns around, he's like the bad guy in Gray Gray Man, and then this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then um, Emily uh, Emily Blunt. Blunt. She was incredible. Yeah. What a great role for her. That was so. This was so good. Yes. But it's also just how much we hate the pharmaceutical companies. Oh yeah. they're just they're garbage people yeah <laughs> they're all just garbage but um the, the fact i don't know it's just awful but people just get addicted to this stuff no oh, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and it's just oh it's so sad to see and, and people that are truly in pain and they need help and then you just do this to them this is awful yeah and then seeing her like realize oh someone i know died from this drug i was selling mm-hmm. yep that that was crushing. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but great movie, great yes. Netflix movie. Never yeah. would have made it in the theater, but awesome that it made it made it on Netflix. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see which one do I like the best? Uh, oh, here I'm not done with this one, but I'm really really enjoying it. Uh, Vice. Did you ever watch Vice? No, that's the uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian yeah. Bale's Dick Cheney. Yes, yeah, it's really good so far. It's okay. really really good. Um, I need to finish it. It's I, I don't know who directed it. I'm gonna guess before I look it up. Uh, Adam McKay, he did uh, what's it? The, the short, Big Short. Uh, big Short. I'm gonna guess he did this one. He he was writing partners with um, uh, Will Ferrell. I'm so good. You can just tell. I'm getting to the point where I can just recognize an Adam McKay movie. Yeah, you know by his style. Yeah, because there is some humor. There is some humor in this one. Uh, Christian Bale is almost unrecognizable in it. He does yeah. a great job in it. He's doing a really, really good job in it. Steve Carell is Donald Rumsfeld. What? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but he's Steve Carell's awesome in it. But um, didn't uh, Bill like wear prosthetics this time instead yes. of like gaining yes, all yeah, the weight? Of, yeah, I think this was prosthetics. Yeah. Um, what's funny is I want to look it up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. Okay, I see it right here. Sam Sam Rockwell, who we love. Right? Yeah. He's he's George W. Bush in this. Nice. And but I go, but it's an Adam McKay movie. Why? Why would you not get Will Ferrell to play George W. Bush? I I know. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, McKay, bro, come on. Give I mean, the, give us the audience what we want to see. Come on. <laughs> I mean, have you looked to see what he's written? No, I can. Uh, noble work. Uh, I've Anchorman, got... Talladega Nights, other guys, Big Short, Vice. Don't look up. Um, Step Brothers. Oh, he's involved. He, did he write Step Brothers? He wrote Step Brothers. He wrote oh. the other guys. Isn't it funny though? Didn't when Step Brothers come out, that was a big bomb, right? When it was. The first regular came out, and everyone yeah. seemed to hate it. Even I did like it. But then it was one of those where the more you watch, like, holy crap! I think it was just before its time, and it needed to grow. I, I think cult. so. Now it's a cult movie. Yeah. Well, Anchorman was kind of the same way when it came out in theaters. It was once it came out on video that all yeah. of a sudden everybody was quoting it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Man, dude has a dude done some work. Yeah. Oh crap. But um yeah, no, so far really liking it. Um I just need to finish it. I yeah. Finish. I didn't realize that Cheney went so far back. He goes way back. Yeah. We're talking about Carter administration and Nixon the Nixon administration. That's how far back wow. that guy. Yeah, and he, <laughs> and he didn't even start off in politics. He was a he was a, a linesman. That's what I mean by line, like a, a utility line. Yeah, he worked on lines. I was like, what? And how did he end up as vice president of the United States? It was the seventies, man. Yeah. <laughs> anything's possible, right? Yep. Um, didn't know that he went. To, well, he went to Yale, so I mean, he's smart, obviously. But yeah. he got kicked out for being a drunk. <laughs> I didn't realize he was an alcoholic or something like that. Apparently, yeah. big drinker. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend it. I haven't even finished it, but I say it's probably worth your time to take a take a look at. Okay. It. Um, man, I'm trying. To, I'm leaving. I'm leaving Becky for last because you watched it too. Yeah. But uh, I can't remember. I don't know which one I like better. Uh, I'll go with my gut. Um, okay. I'll leave that. One. Okay. So American Made is my next one. Tom okay. Cruise movie. Yes. Definitely need to watch it. I, no, I, I saw it. Watched it. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth the watch. He, it, he's Tom Cruise is really really good in it. It's a true story, uh, yeah. based on true story kind of thing. It reminded me of Blow, but uh, yeah. that it reminded me of that movie. Yep. Uh, but this one's just some of the stuff you see in it. You're just like, this is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I loved everything about it, and and some of it is like you're like this this didn't happen, but then I go wait, I think it really did happen as far as 
American government involvement with it. Oh, yeah. And then with the ending of the movie, it's like, no, they're not going to kill him. They're not going to kill him. Damn it, they killed him. <laughs> oh, so did you watch it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Oh, you I, I saw it a couple okay, weeks ago, I, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. You, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no way. They're not going to do that. I, I could, I, when they killed him, dude, I was like, bruh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he's, he's a likable bad guy. I don't yeah. know if you want to call him a bad guy. He was doing what this country asked him to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. God. And oh, your boy, your boy in there. What, uh, Donald... Um, is it Donald? No. Oh, um, freaking Donald Greason. <laughs> Donald, yes, yes, thank you. Yeah. So good in it. He's, he was. He's so good in everything. I like that guy in just about everything he does. And then Aaron Paul was Aaron Paul in it. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Although I did just see a blooper, not a blooper, but I guess a clip of the Emmys where on the office, Aaron Paul drops off some crystal meth to Creed. Yeah. <laughs> So good. Fucking Creed, man. Yeah. But um, I think by far the best thing I watched this this past week, mm-hmm. my, or the most my most favorite thing I watched, I'll say it that way. Yeah. Uh, I finally got around to watching Black Klansman. Yes. You saw that, right? Yes. And we talked about Denzel's kid getting recast as Kang. Yeah. Right? I'm on board. I'm on board if we want to go that route. God, he was so good in this movie. The fact that my boy Eric Foreman... <laughs> Played David Duke. David Duke, like, yes. So far from Eric Foreman to this, I was like, Topher Grace, what are you doing? And <laughs> I just felt so uncomfortable at times watching that movie. I for sure couldn't watch that if the kids were anywhere around. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely couldn't do that. But Adam Driver was incredible in it. He's um, he's always good. He's he's Pretty damn good. He's yeah. pretty damn good. I don't know if he's my Reed Richards though. I don't yeah. know if he's my Reed Richards, but Doom. He's definitely my Doom. If I oh make yeah. Doom, I can make, but I still like my uh, Giancarlo Esposito's Doom idea better. But yeah, that's that... just me. Um, I, this movie is just so good. Yeah. I, I there's nothing I could say but praise about it. And then there's oh I, I never remember his name. But he's that character actor I brought up to you, and he did a great podcast with um, uh, Rosenblum. Yeah, uh, he was the guy that played Jewel, and Clint was Jewel. Um, oh, I don't... Paul Thomas Hauser. Yes, yes, yes. He's in there. He's in this movie. Yes. He's, he's he's great in this movie. Yeah, and he shows up in um, what did he show up in? Oh, he showed up in Old Dads. That's right. He shows up in Old yeah. Dads uh, vaping. Yeah, <laughs> vaping. <laughs> And he's in Cobra he's Kai. He's one of my favorite actors. He's going to be that guy that's in everything, but no one's ever going to remember his name. So you know he was on AEW for a few weeks, too. No, he was not. Yes, he's a huge wrestling fan. Really? And so Chris Jericho had him come out with his um, Emmy or whatever he won. And Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett stole it. And they came out for weeks with his award. No uh, way. But then but then they just dropped the whole storyline. Okay, so Paul Walter Hauser. Paul Walter Hauser. And he did he win for uh Blackbird? Yes. Yeah, which he should have. I t- and you still haven't watched it. I still that, haven't right? watched it yet, no. Jay, I'm t- if you like Paul Walter Hauser, yeah. This this is the reason why you need to like him. This, I know. He's so good in this. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Watch it. Put it on your list. It, oh, it's on my list. I just gotta get to it. 
do it. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, watch it. Anyway, but yes, no, he's in, he's in there. He's incredible in it. Um, and the guy in Black Klansman that he looked like Reese from Terminator, but I don't think it was Reese from Terminator. <laughs> mm. I don't know who it was. Probably just, I don't. I don't want to type it into Google. <laughs> <laughs> I got IMDb here, so. Because what else? Because when when Google reads that, what what the algorithm's gonna put put on some stuff that I don't want to see? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> Let's see, Alec Baldwin, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Um, he was basically the guy that was he was he was so apprehensive about he like he knew Adam Driver wasn't uh, who Adam Driver said he was. He was the 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 doubting Thomas basically. Hmm. I'm not seeing. He looks like he looked like Reese from Terminator. That's all I'm saying. But it, it, it's not him. It no, no, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I, um... I think the one you're talking about, he was in Vikings. Half Half Dan. Give me a name. What's his actual real name? Jasper Pakonin. Oh, he was in the Dark Tower. But apparently now he's he's yes, uh, this is him. Well, this is the guy that's in there. But I'm yeah. trying to think of what he he was in Vikings. Yeah, that's what it says. I don't remember this guy in Vikings at all. And I watched Vikings. <laughs> he's a Spike Lee guy now too, because he was in the Five of Buds. Attack on Finland. Yeah. He's definitely of Swedish descent, I guess we'll say, or Finnish descent. Yeah, yeah Finnish descent. Yeah. There you go. According to IMDb, he's an actor, fly fisherman, environmentalist, and entrepreneur. I'm just trying to remember who he was in Vikings. I don't remember this guy in there at all. Now, mind you, there's another. There was another Skarsgård in uh, in Vikings, which you never watched Vikings, did you? No. Um, but it looks like in Vikings, he kind of has a scarred up head. Who did he play in Vikings? I'm trying to find. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I'm not going to spend my time trying to yeah. Okay. Regardless. Uh, okay, so let's just finish this up because right. this is the last thing I watched. Um, so, Becky. So, I remember hearing about this movie because of Kevin James's role. Okay. I had heard... I, had no, I knew he was in it, but I didn't realize what, he, what role he had in it. Yeah. And the only reason I wanted to watch Becky was because I saw Stifler's podcast yes. with with Rosenblum where he's talking about Wrath of Becky and I found out well hold on there's an original Becky and then we see that Kevin James is in it I've never seen this girl Lulu Wilson in anything else Yeah, I don't know I guess she was brand new I was not prepared for what we got <laughs> I watched it with Jen and Jen went she was like gagging at a few points yeah. she's like this is way more graphic than she was ready for <laughs> so what did what was the comparison I saw? It was like uh, it's Home Alone and something. John Wick means Home Alone. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, kind. Yeah, I yeah. Think that makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Yeah, but holy but, crap! Uh, all I'm gonna say is eyeball. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, the eyeball part was a little over the top for me. <laughs> well, what about her down the zip line with the broken ruler between her feet? Dude, 
it's it's brutal. The movie was brutal. Yes. Oh my gosh, what a crazy movie! So yes, it's, it's good. It's really good. Yes, <laughs> it really is. But was not ready for that. So now I do have Wrath of Becky sitting upstairs. I was hoping we'd watch it. <laughs> I thought my, we my library doesn't have it, so I might have to cave and rent it. Oh, dude, I can't wait to watch it. But then again, it's set like five years in the future, however long it was between the two movies. Because yeah. obviously the actress aged up <laughs> by natural aging. Well, this one came out 2020. Yeah. But I had seen that, oh, uh, Kevin James is a Nazi in it. <laughs> the Nazi guy. And, and I'm like, well, that doesn't seem like him. No, no. Quite, he, quite he, a drastic change. <laughs> he did it so much better than I thought he could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It yeah. was a good movie. He did a great job. Um, I don't know if it's like a. I, that has to be a cult movie, right? Yeah, cult. I would think I, so. I think anyone else? I don't think. I don't know what other kind of category to put that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she's. The question is: Is she someone you really root for? Because you do she, it first, but then does she, does she have rage issues? <laughs> I mean, I get what? losing the mom. I mean, she's sympathetic. I guess she's yeah. a sympathetic character. But, but, um, but by the end of it, you it's hard to root for her because the the one guy that comes back to save her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she just bam right oh, in the head. No, right, right. And then oh, the lawnmower. Oh. oh. <laughs> so graphic. It was. So, so graphic. I was thinking that might be something because it's. I'm like, this is kind of horror-ish a little bit. I was like, I better watch it first. Yeah. Let my 13 year old. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't just go ahead and let her watch that with me because oh god. Yeah, I'd probably let my kids watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the eyeball was a bit much. <laughs> a bit much. Yeah, but my. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. I can't wait to watch the sequel. I definitely want to get her on the watch. Yeah. I've let my kids watch Ready or Not, so. I'm trying to figure out if um, is Stifler going to be a good guy or a bad guy in that movie? That's what I really I, want. Yeah, to yeah, that's what I'm really curious about. Because I hope he's a good guy. <laughs> I really, do. he seems like the nicest guy yeah. in real life. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I really hope he's not the bad guy, but I got a feeling he probably is. Because why? I don't know what kind of role he plays in the movie otherwise. As far as the, the description on the back of the box, I don't think he really fits in any other way. I mean, maybe the Joe McHale role where he's like a boyfriend that gets killed. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> so sad for Stifler. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Is there, I liked it. Is there a better actor that you like that can be so swarmy than Joe McHale? He's so douchey, right? He's, he gives off total douche vibes, but he's actually nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, he don't well, I mean, and I mean, it depends on the role, too, because like, you feel bad for him because he's taking his daughter, who's had a traumatic death in the family, mm-hmm. but he's got to spring this news on her that he's getting remarried and she's not ready for it. And doesn't it feel like we don't know the timeline of when he's trying to marry this new woman? Right. It doesn't feel like there's been a lot of time that passed where the wife dies and he's already with this other woman ready to get married that quickly. Yeah. I think that plays into it a lot too. But it kind of goes to the thing like everyone deals with their trauma differently and Sure. Yeah. Sure. And um, I, I'm sure it's 
I mean, I'm not saying it's easy for an adult to get by, but when you're when a parent dies, it's like yeah. it's it can be a very traumatic experience, especially when for you're sure. younger. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, but uh yeah. So graphic. It so was graphic. it was so good though. It's, it's so good. And how did that that's my question. How did this fly under the radar? I like like I said, I at the time I heard about Kevin James playing this role. But maybe, that was all I ever maybe heard. Did. Maybe no one wanted to have anything to do with it because of Kevin James being in it kind of thing. Yeah. Because it really, I don't know it. I don't really know of anything else I really like him in. He's okay in Grown Ups. I've never even seen Grown Ups. Never seen it. Totally. Yeah. And I'm not. I know. I was never a king, uh, queen of king, king of queens. I was it, never yeah. a king of queens guy either. It felt like a rip off of Everyone Loves Raymond, I which I didn't so. like anyway. So. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. Boy. Excuse me. Um. Well, yeah, no, I'm glad I watched it. And I'm, of course, Jen and I are watching it the whole time, which is like, what does the key go to? We want to know. Oh, I know. We, they never tell you. Do we find out? No. The second one, I think. I, I don't know. Is she still it, wearing it around her neck? It's got to lead us. We, we need to figure out what that thing. Yeah. Why that was so important. Yeah. Or is it just basically like the briefcase from Pulp Fiction? <laughs> we just never be. get to know. <laughs> you get to draw your own conclusion from it. And I don't want that. I do not want that. No. I want to know what was so important about that stupid thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. All right. Great it's... movie, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I did, really, too. I really, really did. It was a good watch. One of those hidden gems. So I'll give a spoiler for next week. I have a stack of DVDs here to watch. And the top one, Blackburn. The James Gunn produced superhero horror movie. Oh, oh, you finally get around to watching. Okay, yeah. sorry, I had to. You had to give me a second. So basically, if Superman landed on Earth and he turned out to be evil, yes. yeah. Oh, you're gonna love it. It's oh, I know. I loved it. I I, so I can't wait to watch it. All right, well, give me what else is in the stack. Uh, I got. I can't see. Uh, the two <laughs> billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, Jay, you've never watched that? No, I haven't seen that yet. So good. So I, so good. I grabbed Parasite. I know it's on like. Amazon Prime or something. I was hoping it, deserved, it was good. It, it deserved to win Best Picture. I, I really want to watch it. I was hoping it was the dub version so I could have it on and oh, not have to you. read the subtitles. But no, I have got home and saw it's subtitled too. You need, you need to pay attention to that one. Yeah. It's super good. God, you got some... Oh, but the three billboards? Yeah. I think I like that better than Parasite. Yeah. Um, I got Paint. Oh, that's the uh, Bob Ross one. Yes. Um, and I can't see what the last one was. Some, it was just, it wasn't anything I'd ever heard of. It just was like a generic action movie. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. Let me see what we got here. I'm trying to see if paint. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Zero holds on eight copies. I can watch paint. There you <laughs> go. I wait for them to ship it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see if I can get it and watch it in time for next yeah. week. We'll okay. discuss paint. But yeah, I, I, this is the problem is you're watching the other ones. I've seen like all the ones you listed right at the top. I've seen them, but it's been a long time since I've seen them. Yeah. But yeah, three. You're gonna love three billboards. It's. I've God. been I've been wanting to see it forever, and I saw it was there, and I just Billboard. grabbed it. So. Because I'm trying to remember, is Rockwell in that one too? Yes. I'm trying to remember. Is he I, I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, is, is. I don't think it's Sigourney Weaver. It's uh. Oh, Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. Yeah. Yeah, she's in it. Yep. Oh, trust me, she she steals. Oh my God, she's such a good actress. She yeah, she always steals the show in her movies. Well, and that's what's so crazy. Remember that I was talking about that women talking movie. She was like yeah. one of the main stars on that, but she's barely in it. Yeah. 
And I was like, well, what the hell? <laughs> I was ready for another Francis McDormand uh, performance to knock me out, you know, knock me off my feet, that kind of thing. Yeah. But not barely in it. So, but yeah, no, sorry. Becky was, that was there for me too. That was, yeah. that was great. So glad I watched it. Oh, uh, you, ooh. I'll, I'll, I'll have the Wrath of Becky watched by next week. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll, I'll see, I'll see I'll, if I can get it. You'll have to see if you can find it. That or I'll have to try to just give you my copy from the library. And just have you, then I'll have to have you cross a bridge to return it to one on our side of the bridge. <laughs> Oh, I might have to go into work then one day. <laughs> <laughs> let me know. Let me know if you can't. You actually can't get a copy. Now. Okay, I'll get you my copy. Okay, library. All right. So yeah, no. Other than that, I've got nothing. I'm looking forward. I can't wait for next week. I can't wait to watch those. You're, you got some really good ones there. Yeah. Got three three great movies you got to yeah. look forward to. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right, man. Other than that, that's all I got. Yep. So until next week. All right. All right. See, you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured song is Can You See Me by Catholic Guilt. Feel like a stranger. Feel like a stranger.